Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast for the recently deceased. Uh, episode two. Tonight we're going to be talking about Halloween. Um, we're going to talk Halloween one, Halloween twenty eighteen, Halloween kills, and um, we'll talk about a little bit about Halloween ends. See see what we think. Um, so let's start with the original. I mean, it's a classic. And yep. classics are classics for a reason. Uh, we obviously get introduced to Michael Myers for the first time, as well as Jamie Lee Curtis, the uh, the veritable scream queen of, I don't know, the next decade. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh, after Halloween, she did Halloween 2. She did Prom Night. She did Terror Train. Uh, she was the final girl, I think, what, four times right there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was was pretty prolific in the in the horror genre beginning of her career. Um, so Halloween twenty eighteen, uh, three years old now, as a direct sequel to the original Halloween, wiping out all of those uh, some good, some bad, um, some really bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after you know after Halloween two. Yeah, it had the series had spun out of control so poorly. Uh, it just seemed like a good time to start anew, so to speak. Uh, I totally agree. I kind of disagree with them wiping Halloween 2, but I understand uh, rewriting a timeline where it goes straight from, one, he got caught, he's been in an institution for 40 years, and here's the rest of the story. Sure, and I think what's critical about it, which comes to pass in, you know, when we eventually get to Halloween Kills, is that um, they're omitting the fact that the connection of what he's doing in it, this night and now that he's back out is that it's attached to Laurie Strode and it's his sister. And he must kill his sister to have some sort of closure or resolution as a character. They bring that up in two. You kind of just patchwork it in with little uh, explanation from the nurse that's with uh, Dr. Loomis, and it's just now it's this is canon for Michael Myers, and they use it through all the iterations that no longer exist in this new universe of Michael Myers. And so it's like you have to, in order to really drive the evil that is at the crux of the of the new uh, versions of it. Right. So, and which is I think a great, it's a good decision, it, and it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First and foremost, before we start dissecting. The movies um halloween 2018 was just great um and halloween kills i think was even better uh for me um because it gave me ex- you know pretty much exactly what i wanted um halloween 2018 objectively probably a better movie um halloween kills way more fun for me mm-hmm. um but uh an excellent um start well near finish i guess since there's uh this should be wrapping up with halloween ends um, it's un- it's almost a shame <laughs> that it, yeah. it's going to be over um, so quickly uh, in in this this new trilogy by David Gordon Green. Yeah, it's uh like it just it came back to the surface and they're doing it so well. It would be great if they could continue. Yeah, uh, I mean it makes sense to finish it in three of them uh, in three new films, but it's yeah you we're probably going to want more because this version of Michael Myers is. Um, just amazing right right or or let's see 
what David Gordon Green uh, and Danny McBride, um, who many people don't know, was a writer on uh, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. Um, let's see what these guys can cook up in the genre. Like, if you're going to finish Halloween in a trilogy, what's on the docket for David Gordon Green in the future in horror? Um, because you... Because there's not a lot in with horror specifically for him, right? I right. don't remember. There's right, no, no. no. His career, um, I mean, I think he did have, like, one other, but he definitely didn't... Oh, right. He actually already has two in the works. Um, he is the EP on the Exorcist remake. Okay. Um, so, but, you know, how much work does a producer do? We never right. know. Uh, <laughs> and he has the Hellraiser TV series coming, ah. um, which I know he's pretty prolific in TV. He did Eastbound and Down. Um, he did Tarantula, and he's currently on The Righteous Gemstones, also with Danny McBride. Right. But mostly dramatic-type roles and stories, uh, not necessarily uh, horror-based. And so to take something as iconic as Michael Myers and the Halloween property to then uh, reinvent and breathe new life into it, they blew it out of the park with 18 and kills i think just accentuates how great they are at taking the character and making it uh, even more menacing than it was in the original i totally agree um also you know with with this being a trilogy with halloween ends um and we talk about like flow and things like that right halloween uh, 2018 was very much like a halloween movie Mm -hmm. and i think that was purposeful right Hey, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, we're sequeling Halloween 1978, but we're back. Halloween 2018. Uh, Halloween Kills uh, felt a little bit more, a little bit more fan servicey. You know, we had all the uh, children, uh, or not child actors, but young actors from uh, 1978. Now older uh, actors yep. um, playing people who still live in that town. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was great to see all of them, uh, you know, participate with Michael in one way or another. Some of them killed, some of them not. Also, the uh, the kills in Halloween Kills were phenomenal. Abs- like yeah, Michael Myers n- was never popular for his creative kills. Uh, hey. You know, strangle, right. strangle, stab, strangle, stab, yep. and Halloween twenty eighteen mostly strangle, stab. Yep. Halloween Kills great stuff yeah next <laughs> like, level yeah next level like like and i mean so they, that's creative. what's so cool about it is that they had to uh they painted themselves in a corner with the end of halloween 2018 he's in the basement of laurie strode's house has no way about it's on fire how is he not gonna die and they work out a great solution and so you know he's up against one so something crazy has to happen and the way that he dispatches a whole crew of firefighters just was awesome. But so the creativity, though, it's that next scene in the first couple that he encounters where he's truly in his form. He's Michael Myers, and he's now he's evil. He's just going to kill people. They bring those two characters, which are lovely and like cool couple, old old white guy, old old black chick, and they're happy just living the life. Lori Strode's place on fire. Uh, just talking, normal night. They're pro- I don't know what they're watching. I, can't, I wish I remember what they were watching. But it reminds me of like um, when they're watching, you know, the movies in the original Halloween. It, like it was a throwback. But they see him so quickly, and then it takes seconds before he completely gets rid of them. 
Yeah. They're not on screen long, and he does it so brutally. Oh, yeah. The kills, yeah. And it's so graphic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going back to the fireman fight, where I think he killed 11 firefighters. Mm-hmm. They say it later in the film. It sets the tone for the movie. Yeah. Right in the beginning of the movie. You've got Lori leaving in a pickup truck, injured. They're driving her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. The fire truck drives by. No, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do let it, it burn. <laughs> and they let him out. He's standing there, flames behind him, and action movie style. Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit about this last week with Malignant, the gun, the gun fu sequence. He goes to town on these fire. <laughs> it's, like, like, it's almost over the top. They <laughs> almost get it. Almost gets. Uh, out of control for me. Yeah, right. Because like it, he's swinging it like a sword. He's, almost. It's John like, Wick. It's it's, <laughs> yeah. John, it's John Wick. He he has one weapon, and it was it was that uh, like the fireman's like, like axe yeah, type yeah. pickaxe thing that they yeah. use to break down doors. To break down, and, yeah, and he's got else. that, and he takes them all down. Yeah, and then you they're trying to hose them, and I'm thinking like you know Rambo Stallone is like up against that wall. This has got to have some kind of pressure like that. He should be getting blown away. I'm yeah. thinking something interesting will happen there. Nope. He takes it. He's just walking right forward. Right yeah. Pickaxe straight well, through his head. And, and the and the moral uh, of the story, which we'll we'll talk about again later, is you just can't stop evil. Yeah. And he is unstoppable. The dude's like six five, six three, six three. Yeah, and whatever. at this point, they're following the actual time frame that we live in. Seventy eight happened. Halloween. Forty years later, twenty eighteen comes out, and now this is this the same is the night. night. The same so night. yes, it's twenty twenty one. There's three years yeah. of time, but it's the same night. He's an old dude. He's an old dude because he was twenty, I think, twenty yeah. something, early twenties yeah. in Halloween, and yeah, so you, now you he's call, like fifty him, or sixty. You, you call him sixty. 60. Years, you call him sixty years old. And you can see that the white hairs. Yeah, he's got white hair, but like, I mean, he spent forty years in, in a prison yard, which you see the prison in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I mean, he's. He's in fine shape. You know, he's got a little, he's yeah, a little overweight, him. but like a little bit of a pot belly there. But yeah. like, he's just a big old dude. He's just brooding and just waiting. Just, or, or just like unthinkable, just, yeah. just madness, madness, completely insane. Right. Or, and uh, he's triggering all of those other inmates in, in 18. Like, you know, like there's, they all know there's an energy out there, but no one can understand it. And right. I think it's the, the, the evil, the presence of the shape. <laughs> the sh- yeah, the, the shape or the boogeyman. Yes. Um, so yeah, so it sets the tone with the firefighters. Sets the tone time. with the firefighters, and here and here we are. Uh, we, you know what what comes next, right? Uh, just like you said, the the brutality of the the first kill of the the couple there. Yeah. Um, and you know we get you know a little little disappointing I think with Lori uh, being in a hospital bed for I think the entire film. Yeah, which um, was a little bit of letdown, but like, what are you gonna do? Right. Um, so you've got the daughter and the granddaughter mm-hmm. running around, but then you get this awesome B plot of the vigilante justice. Yes. Of the the ragtag crew of survivors. Yeah. From nineteen seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Right. They've lived with this for the forty four years, years now. Yeah. 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 Some of them were kids. Some of yep. them were teens. So one was a babysitter. Right. One was the kid being babysat mm-hmm. by Lori originally, yep. right? Who he who uh, there we get a touching moment between the two of them when he thanks her again for saving his yeah. life. Yeah, Tommy years Doyle. Ago. Yeah, Tommy played Doyle. by uh, Anthony Michael. Anthony Hall. Michael yeah. Hall, a great great performance. Always love to see Anthony Michael Hall do anything. Yeah. Um, since what? Since uh, what was his last big thing? Probably the uh, that Stephen King show. The uh, Oh, the stand was that was he? No, no, no. He was in. It was like the dark. Um, no, we pull it up. So yeah, so the the um, 
some of our main characters are sidelined at the hospital, which is cool. You get to see all the references back to Halloween 2 without talking about Halloween 2. They have the, the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, the HMH, the, the all the, the 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 overalls and coveralls. You see the, the paramedics and other orderlies wearing have that symbol, and it's just like it's a cool reference because, again, Halloween 2, original 81, doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. Never happened uh, in this version. It's the only way you can really – approach this you just you just let that all that stuff go um so yeah they're all at the hospital so this tommy doyle and lonnie and uh the gang are driving the other part of the story as the mob entity that wants to finally rid themselves of the evil tonight evil dies dies, and and what do we learn um you just can't (laughs) you you can't you can't kill evil with an excellent uh Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, voiceover. Yeah. Um, as she explains what Michael Myers is, as he what took four bullets to the chest mm-hmm. and drops in the middle of this mob. Yep. And then as as she's describing from the hospital, of course, she's not there, describing what Michael Myers is, pure evil. Um, when she gets to that line, that pure evil line, you can't kill evil. It, he just gets up. And just starts to kill the mob, <laughs> yeah. and and once kind of like the fireman scene, um, it's just it's just over the top and, and just unstoppable. And, and, yeah, and he's, yeah, you can't stop Michael Myers, and, and, and it's uh, just like an excellent um, like way to end the film. Where do you go from there? Um, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. So uh, for me, like I'm I'm a little bit. Uh, the idea of the mob being uh, as prevalent as it was. Like, I was trying to think, is this, like, um, what people would normally go through with, like, uh, stages of acceptance, in a sense, like, with dealing with the evil, you know? Because, like, you, the way that they all react is, like, okay, we can actually defeat it. In 2018, uh, Halloween 18, uh, 2018, they think, like, okay, well, we can just we'll lure him, and then we can just dispatch him, and we'll get rid of him. Uh, and then in 2018, it's like they're taking more ownership, and they are aware, like, we can't just, we need to work together. Um, and they're... It's like they, people, at the beginning of 2018, people were wanting still to understand. Right. The the, the psychiatrists, the journalists, they wanted to still make sense of something that you can't make you sense of. You can't make of. sense of, right. Sam Loomis figured it out four years ago. He is evil. Yeah. There's, he's not a man. He's evil. Right. And it, he, he didn't convince many people. They thought he was kind of crazy. Right. Um, well, we have the new doctor. Right. Now, the right. new doctor who... Who you might think is unassuming, uh, and he's just the psychiatrist character, mm-hmm. but no, he uh, he played a role. He probably is the one who set Michael free, even though we never see it, right? Right. It's just it it's, it never happens. Everyone was chained up. Yeah, the, everyone's the chained bus, up. The yeah. bus crashes. He's everybody fine. gets out. He's fine. Why is he fine? We don't know. Oh, okay, he just stabbed a dude in the ear. Okay, he's a he's a bad guy now. So he's on the side of Michael Myers. So we never actually get to see, but there's no way I think Michael facilitates that escape without the help from this yeah, doctor. Yeah. We just don't get to see it on screen, right? Right. Yeah. So he sets that ball rolling uh, to see what can occur, because uh, he wasn't there firsthand. Uh, he didn't spend, you know, what, 15 plus years Loomis did watching a boy from six go, grow to a 20 year old and just be the way he was. He still couldn't make sense of it. He just knows of him as murdering and then 
So he's still trying to figure it out and understand it. And he still thinks there's a rational or there's a way to, to make sense of it. Something he can understand. Well, and then he moves on to even, even um, facilitate Michael completing uh, his, uh, his masterpiece, so, so to speak, in that he drives Michael to Laurie's right. home. Right. So maybe just maybe complete plot device. Right. Even still, good to see, like, uh, still enjoyable to watch what happens. Like, it's a small thing. Like, right. you could see it as a contrived type way to be like, there's no sense as to why he would be there. Right. How do we get him there? This right. is how we do it. Right. There, yeah. Two ways to look at it. First way, um, Michael Myers doesn't just kill indiscriminately and will track Lori because he has unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is the case... He'll get there on his own. Right. Number two. No, he's a he's a madman who just murders. He doesn't even know who Laurie Strode is. He probably doesn't even recognize her. Mm-hmm. He's just killing people that that come into contact with him. So he needs to be brought to her. Yeah. Um, by some by someone else, someone with rational thought. Yeah. Who thinks there's more meaning than yeah, there. and yeah, and he he wants to just it's it's he's a scientist doing an experiment. He wants to see will this cause a reaction? Yeah. Will bringing him in next to her do something? Yeah. He doesn't know. But <laughs> he's it, willing it, to risk his life because it got him killed. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because instantly, as, just as soon, as soon as Michael Myers saw him, he killed him. He just stomped him out. Not because he was. His therapist for 40 years or 20 years or however long he was, according yeah. to the 2018 storyline, but because he was human and, and alive and in his way, <laughs> yeah. Sta- just standing in front of him. And it happens, uh, so then what happens uh, more so in Kills, uh, and you see a little bit in, in 2018, is um, you see the side of, of the care of Michael where he's playful or sets up these little vignettes of his victims yeah. in some kind of way. In the original, he stages them in certain ways, like where they're dangling from a pantry the, in the one of the teens is in the original. And so, like, it's it's subtle. It's not as over the top. They really kind of hype it a little bit in 18, uh, but more so in kills. Like, in 18, the one, the police officers that show up, one he- his head is, like, the flashlight's in it, like a jack-o'-lantern. Yep. Which oh, we yeah. see again in kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks... No, that, and that was all great. Yeah. So, especially that couple. Because yeah. he, did, he did some work on them, too, the first couple in kills. Um, he did he was stabbing something into the yeah. husband yes yeah that, so that's the thing yeah you see like a, like a pinata he was just taking knife yeah. Oh, yeah. From oh, the, nice. the magnetic the thing, yeah. knife block on yeah. the wall and it's, it was, it's but it's blurred you yeah. don't see it detailed because the the wife is in the foreground yeah and he's but just, you just see him and he's you just hear putting the just a thunk yeah thunk and like the the sh- the, the shink of oh, the, yeah. the knife uh but like with her oh when her the other sidebar with just the death like the fluorescent tube Oh. and hearing the gurgling oh, filling yeah. that tube up that fluorescent tube kill was awesome yeah 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 um so like but yeah you get to see him doing that and all through kills like he sets up the the nurse and doctor right. from the mob on the uh merry-go-round in the playground yeah yeah it, it, it's, it's his calling card <laughs> it's, it's great to see too because it is a horror trope yeah and it's not just a halloween trope uh Voorhees does it Yep. You know, for you in in a in a Friday, you see him stab, cut away. When they go into the room, the person's hanging from the ceiling with their guts wide open, and there's yeah. intestines all over the yeah, ground. He did a lot of work. Yeah, he yeah. There's a lot of post kill yeah. work <laughs> to make it to terrify the person that found the body, yeah. or the people that found the body. Right. So yeah, so whatever Michael Myers' reasons, I I agree that maybe 
because he's a deranged six-year-old, mm-hmm. essentially, in a right. 60-year-old man's body, um, it's more playful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just like experimenting with stuff and just having fun. What happens when I what do this? What happens when to... I do this? Exactly. Yeah. That would have set six-year-old's mind, right? Right. Also in Kills, okay, so so what I was saying, how, um, how for me, Kills was more fun. Yes. Um, you know, we can talk briefly about David Gordon Green as the director, but as David Gordon Green and Danny McBride as collaborators writing the films, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Danny McBride's got a huge comedy background. Yeah. And as horror fans, sometimes those awesome, gruesome kills are just laugh-out-loud fun. Yeah. Right? And and I don't think a horror movie is good, not necessarily good, good's the wrong word, because, you know, the atmospheric horror obviously is never going to have something like this. But if I don't laugh out loud from a kill or two during a movie, they probably failed me, you know? Unless it's a more atmospheric horror. If it's something like a slasher um, or a monster, or, you know, creature right. feature, um, those are the kind of movies where I expect mm-hmm. to to be, you know, to be wowed by uh, at least a kill or two. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be something creative that you haven't seen before. Like, and this has been done a million times on end. And so, the one there's been there was a lot of surprises. There's just you want to like have that feeling where you're like, oh man, like that yeah. was hot. Like you, you're like you're enjoying it. You're yeah. relishing the moment. Yeah. Uh, for me, like the first, aside from that first couple, which I thought was was super graphic and and fun, uh, the the first part of the mob. That encounters him once they've all agreed. Uh, Tommy Doyle, Anthony Michael, they, he said they're all going out and finding people. Uh, it's with the uh, the girl and the original nurse from uh, Halloween that encountered Michael Myers the, the first time. Um, they're in the car with the, the people in costumes, the nurse and the doctor costumes. Yeah. And like that whole scene where he's on the roof of the car and doing like everything was great, but the one that was the most cool and exciting was like the nurse where she's outside, she's shooting and she can't shit hit shit. Yeah. You're missing every shot. And she gets close and he kicks the door and she shoots herself right, shoots right, right in the head. Like yeah. it was just surprising. Didn't see it coming. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was definitely. Like, and you're like laughing. Like you're awful. And you're not getting anywhere close. And then he just, he just like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, and Michael Myers is, is, is killing her husband and she is just gone. She's just, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> didn't even look back. Yeah. Like, I mean, she had a gun, so she did, she did come back, but like, Right. Yeah, um, she didn't know or see what was happening, but yeah, and it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was definitely good. Um, okay. One cool thing that I thought happened right after the scene when um, I can't remember the the girl that is that character played by Kyle Richards, uh, who was the original girl in the '78 Halloween. Right. Uh, she's running and she's hiding near the the water in the bridge. There was a moment where I was like. Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> She's under the like tree. Hobbit and Nazgul. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it was, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like because like, those things were dead and evil. Like they, there's, <laughs> yeah. I liked the subtle what reference they did to it. Not, to they me, did it on purpose or not? Yeah, it to was, me, I was, saw it. I saw it. I, I thought because you see in her, she's cowered up and her eyes are just moving, yeah. and he's just breathing, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. the the horse, and it's just yeah. Yeah, and he went away. Yeah, and she and she survived or survived. That scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the other part 
we just kind of digressed, but we were talking about the two of them writing and the, the comedy is what happened with the kills. You want to be able to laugh. You want to have yeah. those moments. Um, the other thing that I think is there with the two of them possibly is like the, the setting. It's not fan service, but like it was very Halloween-y. All of the costumes and the sets and the characters, it was Halloween night, which right. is a lot of the appeal of the franchise in general. It's happening on Halloween. It's a full moon. Everyone's in costumes, and everyone's wearing cool costumes. These aren't costumes that, like, most people don't wear real costumes anymore. And so to see a film where people are both decorating for Halloween, which doesn't happen in every neighborhood in America. Maybe it always happens in Illinois. Who knows? Right. I don't. But it's awesome to see because it sets it's the it's just the scenery. It's the background. It's fun to look at Halloween shit when a cool spooky Halloween thing is happening. And so like that in the characters' costumes, I thought it's just like it's the background. It's just an additional layer of something to enjoy while you're watching it because it's it's just it's fun for me i really enjoy that because like even in the end whenever they're getting him he's like uh judy greer's character the the daughter jamie lee's daughter uh she's getting him to follow her and uh he's like coming out into a scene and it's just and there's a bunch of skeletons and lights and everything and it was just like yeah this is a fun setting to have these things take place yeah. it's part of why I love horror and why I love Halloween is because of movies that embrace it. Sure. And this one definitely did. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed, um, we, you know, we touched on the mob and the collection of characters from old Halloween movies was how they, how they started in the film. Um, as, oh, it's Halloween. Yeah, so every Halloween for them is the anniversary of this horrible event. Yeah. And what do they do? They go to their lo this local pub, which happens to be an open mic night, mm -hmm. and they tell their stories. Yeah. And they drink together, and this is how they have coped and dealt with this for, you know, they probably haven't done it for 40 years, but in their adult lives. Mm -hmm. So you could say maybe, they, maybe they've been doing this for 20 years at the time they get, you know, kind of like... Not rudely interrupted, but they were being loud and, and, and kind of rude when the doctor and his yeah, wife the, were the like, nurse, yeah. or the nurse. Because you've been was, in a yeah. bar, you've had people like that, and like you're trying to have a good time, and they're being assholes about whatever. And you're just like, shh, shh. Yeah. And, and then it's like, oh no, these these people have been through something. Yeah. And they this, didn't mean to. The, this is their hometown. This is their home bar. Right. This, yeah. It's kind of like a check yourself type moment where you like, it's just a little thing, but it was a neat touch to the those characters. Right. Well, yeah. Also, even, even the the husband i'll start saying husband because he's in a doctor costume but he was actually a nurse he's the nurse and she's, she's the, doctor. the doctor in the yeah. nurse's costume uh don't want to mix that up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so the husband uh you know apologizes afterwards right he didn't yeah. know he didn't yeah. know and your story was so touching and the bartender was great oh the bartender was fantastic yeah, yeah. there was i mean he the, had that old like old guy voice that just spoke a certain way that like this like he didn't feel like a like an actor at all like yeah. i was like this is an actual New bartender that talks line. to people all the time like yeah. it, it was awesome explanation so so or um we have confirmation i should say no real ex explanation yeah besides that he's pure evil right um confirmation that he is a supernatural force yeah of some kind yeah um, and that's just why he's so terrifying because like and that's, you know, and part of it's like, why would you face off solo, you know, yeah. when, uh, when Lori's uh, granddaughter is like, she's in, the, Lonnie, Lonnie's kid, uh, 
and her go into the house. Like, what are you doing? You're going to his home. Right. Unreal. And, like, she's still trying to fight him on her own, you know. She doesn't know that she's going to get saved by her mother. But, right. uh, but like, yeah, for people to still think that they might be able to do something, it's like, no. Well, you... What about, it? I mean, and then the ending, right? Like, mm-hmm. Judy Greer kills Michael and leaves the mob before he can come back. Yes. Yeah, everything is and resolving. She goes straight to the old home. Stands right in the window <laughs> where the, the window. What he would look like, at, yeah. The yeah, window, that, yeah. That was the window where he would just look. And uh, it was posited earlier in the film was he looking out the window or was he just looking at himself? Yeah, looking within. Yeah. Um, and then she gets killed by Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Myers stares at the window. Yeah. And he's obviously just looking at himself. Yeah, and we get that question answered, and and it's a really another great moment in the film where we get to see more Michael Myers, we get more questions answered, we get, you know, more story, right? Mm-hmm. Just and visually, we don't need dialogue to tell us what's going on. Like this is some pretty obvious stuff, right? Yeah. And we've got Laurie Strode in the hospital. Mm-hmm. We've got the granddaughter somewhere. Right. And downstairs at the moment, possibly, possibly going to yeah. be next. Um, her father is dead and her mother is dead, Lori's daughter. Yeah. So so where does Halloween end? Right. Um, we we have to, Lori Strode has to die, right? So Lori Strode and Michael Myers, um, it feels like a simul kill kind of uh, mm. situation. Yeah. Or a... Well, and she says as much, too. Yeah. Like, if he dies and I can die, too, or, like, I'm going to die with him. Yeah. Something like that. So, so or, or she does finish him, and then she dies from her wounds. Right. Um, so I, I feel like we definitely see that. Uh, it's, it's kind of obviously set up like that for me to have the granddaughter be the sole survivor of the family line yeah. at the end of the next film. Yeah. Uh, to, to be the only Strode left if there is someone else who's going to pick up the franchise and start making sequels to death like they did la- like they yeah. did in the original yeah. they, they can't uh, they can't lock him away again for 40 years right you know there's got to be a finality to this night right and the next Halloween ends must address that my concern with that uh, is that she's laid up in hospital and the other character that we didn't talk a ton about because he wasn't in it a ton uh, as current events was Officer Hawkins. Hawkins, who was who was in 2018 and we doing thought, a lot of thought stuff. Thought dead, but we got, well, got stabbed in the ear. Yeah, <laughs> seemed like like he's just he's out now. We you figure he's just dead because that's just how things would go. Yeah, uh, but he's not. Uh, and then we have a really great flashbacking kills to the, what happened that night. That flashbacking sequence was fantastic. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it just chills about it. They were great. Yeah, where you know how he has a reason now because he is he could have he could had have. him killed, but yeah. he stopped Loomis right from doing it. He stopped Loomis, and so he has he has all the guilt yeah. about everything about it. He stopped Loomis, and he accidentally killed uh, a fellow coworker. Right. Yeah. During it. so like so it's gonna be Lori. He's gonna be there too because oh, he's, he's got, got yeah, just sure. as much skin in the game sure. in a, just a different way. He'll, he'll His trauma is different. He'll but, probably die first. He'll die. Right. He'll die in the 
somewhere in the fight of the final showdown. <laughs> so, but, but like that's what's uh, I'm concerned about how they're gonna do it uh, because they're both incapacitated and old and, and, and old. Yeah, and like if it's gonna happen tonight, well, how? Right. So so that brings up a whole other question. They have introduced the supernatural element. Mm-hmm. So now, how do you even kill him without another supernatural element? Sure. On, on the side of good. Right. Right. It's is it a Bible? Is it a priest? Is mm-hmm. it is it the love of a woman? Like like we like we're, no. I mean I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but yeah. like we're talking about like Trinity crying on Neo and bringing him back to life. Love conquers all, and you know that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Um, being able to kill Michael it's Myers. It's fair. Spinal. It just it, it just it doesn't have a place in it. As to date, you know, and like I don't know how that could uh, work. Right. I want to see something. I want to be surprised, and something has to happen. He can't just go on. There's got to be a, a there's got to be a finality. Right. And... They call it Halloween Ends for a reason. They're not going to make him right. survive it. Right. Um, the it's a it's a year pretty much from from last week is when the movie comes out, October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's already kind of scheduled in. It's already on the docket. Wow. Um, which exciting. is my fortieth birthday. <laughs> Halloween ends on my 40th birthday. That's exciting. Um, I'm very excited yeah. uh, about that. Um, so I don't know how they could what what they could utilize. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, um, it's for them to figure out. I, I can't. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like I can speculate on the human side of things. I can't. I don't think I can speculate on the supernatural side of things. Like, yeah. they could literally go anywhere and do anything. And in my opinion, I don't think that any of those supernatural choices are good right and the only thing i could think that would make sense would be to behead him in some kind of way but how do you do that like you know and and like and it doesn't seem like that would be satisfying conclusion to the character right if you behead him or fully dismember him right you have to like put all the pieces in different boxes bury him at the corners (laughs) of the earth is the only way michael myers won't come back right it's it they're painted in a bit of a corner. It's going to be really cool to see how they resolve it. Right. Um, and then they can always sequel it with the treasure hunter who collects all six pieces and puts it back together, <laughs> lets it regenerate, and that's how that's how Halloween starts again five years from now when they want to reboot the franchise. I feel like they did something like that in, in Friday the 13th. They definitely did that in Friday. They yeah. put them back together yeah. at least one time. <laughs> um, so one side note of one thing that I thought was just hilarious and absurd that they did, I was like, this isn't real. Uh, it had a Prometheus moment for me. Okay. Where Numi Rapace has an alien life form extracted from her belly, and it is then lasered, stitched up, yeah. and she's then running full speed and jumping onto things and stuff. Sure. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. has her complete abdominal wall cavity opened up, and it's stitched. She takes some painkillers, and she's like, she needs someone in the balls. Like, she does... She does feel it yeah and they but still like just yelling what she was yelling it's not him or get him tommy tommy go get him like you would not be able to scream it's like there's like so for me it's like kind of like an absurd moment where she really shouldn't be doing what she's doing but she's got to do something yeah it's you know it's it's a movie i get it it's just it's well i mean that's a good point because kills kills was turned up yeah like like Halloween 2018 was more subdued. It felt like a Halloween movie. Halloween Kills didn't feel like a Halloween movie. Halloween Kills felt like it was a bit of fan service. Yeah. And there was a lot more action and there were more comic beats and, mm-hmm. and, and it the pacing was faster. 
all things that I did like. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I still had fun. I, I, yeah. It didn't bother me. I just, when I think about it, like, that's a bit silly. Yeah. But whatever. But whatever. I'm it's... having fun this whole time, so right. that's fine. <laughs> Dude, I read this one review that likened Halloween Kills to The Last Jedi. <laughs> like, now I know what The Last Jedi yeah, people sure. hated, <laughs> how they felt, and I'm like, I'm like, first of all, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, I love horror, but I'm also a Star Wars fanboy. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't know what it was like to hate The Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> second, Halloween Kills was good. Yeah. What is your? It was pro- a good. It, it, was, it was a was good, very movie. good movie. Yeah. <laughs> like not it was, not only was it good, it made me excited for Halloween Ends, because of the turn, because of the reveal of the supernatural. That means Halloween 3 is going to be, or the new Halloween 3, is going to be something new, something different that we've never seen before. That they, they haven't come at uh, Michael Myers as a supernatural entity. They've come at him as a man. Yeah. So, you know, we have an opportunity with this third movie, which, you know, these two guys, David Gordon Green and uh, Danny McBride, have already proven twice in a row. Yeah. They can do this, so yeah. let's let's see what they got. Yeah, for sure, it's gonna be uh, it'll be a long year waiting for it, but um, it was great. We can savor this for a while. It was just a lot of fun. Um, we'll watch it again, I'm sure. I don't know to have everything just wiped clean for it to exist for so long, and then to kind of be reinvented. You know, we because we like what. So last week we talked as far as um, our TV series things coming back that are from that are older. This one, you're taking a property and you're recreating it, and they're doing it the right way. It doesn't, right? You know, right. Last week we brought up because we're um, we're doing. I know what you did last summer, and this week in horror, the show. Um, so last week we brought up how how they kind of just copied the premise from the original right. film and just twisted the characters up. Yeah. Um, how in Halloween 2018, yeah, okay, they're, they're re-sequeling and wiping out an old timeline, creating a new one. But, man, did they do it in yes. the, in, completely yeah. in the right way. Right. It makes total sense that Michael Myers would be arrested at the end of Halloween mm-hmm. and that he would be in a mental institution for 40 years. Yeah. It makes sense that yeah. his bus would, would get crashed if the crazy doctor who wanted to see what would happen if him and Laurie Strode got together facilitated Michael's escape. Yep. Yes, it happened off screen. This is we're just speculating, but we truly believe that there's no way it could have happened. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Without its yep. help. Him, so, yeah. him him stabbing Hawkins is what seals it, right? Right. Yeah, it just it all uh, makes sense in like yeah, they're taking the story and they're they're making it better and they're going to hopefully give a definitive conclusion to the story and I think that that's uh, that's perfect. That's just what they need. Okay. So, this week in horror, um, we have episode four of I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, entitled Hot Shrimp Salad. (laughs) Uh, What's the name of that that character, that just bitch of a lady that just is shitting in everyone's day? It's like Carol, I think, or something like that. (laughs) She's the worst. She she's the comic relief though, yeah. right? Right? Cause but she, you do, but you hate her. Oh, you definitely hate her. <laughs> yeah, you definitely hate her. But every time she shows up, she's just a dick. Yeah. Like, hey, Carol, can you uh, take the rest of the day off? Full pay, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full pay. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, hot shrimp salad, uh, which you know it, they're just weird little comments of funny moments during the episodes. Like right. I don't remember the first two episodes and where they were referenced at all during the the text or whatever, but the last two were the last two or three or four uh, the gorilla head and this one yeah. were lines from it and dialogue and i don't remember the first two being in so it's just a neat little nod a cool little just a fun little thing it's it's like naming an artwork untitled more or less to me it's right. it's just there yeah yeah it it, have a meaning i think it's neat uh you know I, i've always seen titles of episodes for tv i've never given it much thought yeah. um I, I actually have just started paying attention. I think it's a cool little... If anything, it might be intentionally uh, done that way just to make fun of people that try to put too much meaning in their title. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, don't be so... You're not that interesting. Like, you don't have to... Like, you know, you think about the titles to Breaking Bad and that whole universe. Like, uh, they were very intentional and had sure. all kinds of deeper hidden meanings. Sure. And I feel like this is, like... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just have fun. Well, like the the first episode of Chucky called "Death by Misadventure." Right. And and the police, the 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 cop who is there investigating right. the death. What happened up, here? Well, it looks like Death by Misadventure. <laughs> okay, okay, we get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's kind of moving fun. on. Moving on. So all right. So, so episode four. Out. Yeah. Uh, it's still riding the coattails of episode two for me. I don't. There were some good things, but it still it's not pushing it further because they're still doing the same thing that we discussed last week. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, so episode one, uh, you know, was pretty bad. Um, you get a lot of setup, so that's fine, especially early on in the, sh- in the series. Yeah. Episode two, some good character development, some good advancements, some good plot advancement, I should say. Yeah. Uh, a couple good kills. Episode three, uh, pretty pretty. Boring, bland, felt a lot like episode one. Yeah, the cool stuff that could happen happened yeah. off screen. Yep. We didn't really see it. We just heard about it. And then episode four is was all, all boring character development. Yeah. About characters who we already know. We, yeah, I know. We, we already know. We get it. Yeah. We get it. Luna, uh, not Luna. Lennon was a whore. Allison's yeah. a bitch. We get it. Yeah. Like, sh- we find out she has an OnlyFans account, that she's banging everybody, that she's... Yeah. She's got some money somewhere. Right. And, you know, um, we're nowhere closer to finding out who it is. They no. They haven't dropped more clues. And, but, and they get rid of the red herring that is Allison. They, they kill the red herring that's Allison because we find the body. <laughs> um, I think the red herring that it was... Or the, Lennon, rather. Lennon, rather. Yeah. The, the red herring that it was the the weird hippie lady I yeah. think is dead because she gives the necklace back to the father. Right. So if that was anything, why would she incriminate herself? So... So right now we have no suspects. To me, to me, the new suspect that they just introduced was because of the the hippie chick that's from the the cave cult, because the interaction with the father right. was meaningful. Sure. In that he has a history with her, which we didn't know. Okay. So there's a history there, and they talk about his wife, and she was referencing that he's got something owed to her too because she took care of him. In some kind of way and to me it insinuates something similar to what happened with Allison and Lennon happened with the father and the mother okay that she covered up or knew something that he doesn't want anyone knowing and no one else knows about it okay. which leads me to believe is the mother somehow secretly involved and is actually alive 
and I said it as high pitched as I could, clearly, because sure, sure, clearly. it Cause seems it, so preposterous. It's quite a stretch. And yeah, the, and, and and that's what's frustrating. The show leads you to have harebrained, flipping ideas well, about what yeah. they're doing. I I agree that for a whole episode, I thought Al um, Lennon could actually be alive. Yeah. And then when they showed the body, it was like, oh, yeah, duh. okay, not done. Like, yeah. Like obviously, duh. Like why did I even spend wasted whole? Yeah, like I knew it, but they <laughs> led me there, and it's yeah. like it's and it's not as rewarding. That can be rewarding in some shows where you think one thing and they, they subvert your expectations, but th- they're not building it in that way where you feel that kind of uh, emotion. Right. You just feel stupid or it's like, okay, whatever. What's in them? What? What, what am I supposed to think? Sure. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking now with just because of that interaction because there's something weird there with the way that they talked about the mother right. and the so, circumstances so, so, so of the hip, So the hippie chick who drives the black pickup. Uh. <laughs> Which is probably meaningless to yeah. Uh, is is the only still remaining suspect. I feel like maybe the heat's gone on her a little bit, but uh, yeah, it was just it was just a bad episode too. I think it was the worst episode so far, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean episode one just it was so much setup, but like so you can't so you can't fault episode yeah. one. Right? And then okay, and then there's the kills that are in this one. Right. The the comic relief cop. Right. D- the deputy or whatever, yep, uh, Doug, yep, who yep. had the gorilla head comment, which was funny last time, and he's being real weirdo cop guy in this one, which yep. was fun. He's dead. Yep. His throat is slashed. And the the poor, the poor cook dude from the guy their restaurant at the at the hotel or whatever they're doing. Right, he died right. The, uh, the with old, a, what the, looks like a gunshot the, to the head. Yeah, the, uh, the older Hawaiian guy. Why? Who, who was also funny. Yeah, so, <laughs> but Why? Right. They had nothing to do with anything. Right, exactly. Seemingly. So if you go back to the films, only the people involved with the yeah. wrongful death were punished. Yes. And so now you've got you've got the coach that was with the one the guy. Coach that was it's with like Johnny. okay, they were together yeah. and he had, this person had to take them both down. Okay. So maybe yeah. So, may, so, so maybe, maybe that's you'll why give, the maybe coach you'll died. give that one. But we definitely but, know Johnny died. All right, then you've got Dale, who, who okay, he was on the road that night. Yeah. The okay, killer you might not check. know yeah. if he saw anything, sure. so we can justify Dale. But no, we cannot justify this cop. I don't get it. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I did remember thinking we could justify the cop. The cop oh, because ha- the cop... He, he, he almost... Bitcoin? He, he, re- he revealed Bitcoin. the He revealed the evidence. Bitcoins? He revealed the evidence. Is this, this is about Bitcoins? Like, he says out loud. He, How stupid would the show be if somehow Bitcoins are actually involved? He figured it out. Like, he could have figured it out right there. Yeah. You know, follow the money, be. right? Follow yeah. the money. Because he's the like, the, he's work, like right? the dumb procedural yeah. guy that yeah. somehow just, yeah, this I just solved this and yeah. I clicked. So so that's okay. why he died. Yeah, sure. Now, there's, there, it's definitely no reason for the cook to have died. Yeah. Just. Just random. Uh, death by misadventure. Death by misadventure. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was funny, He was though. pooping while the cop was having to walk by. Yeah. And he was just stuck there, like, when the person was like, oh, I gotta right. kill this guy now, too. Well, yeah, when the wrap-up finally comes, hopefully episode 8, I don't want it to go to episode 10. <laughs> when the wrap-up finally comes and they explain his death, I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> yeah. I'm That's very good, interested. I'm glad you brought that up as far as what potentially could have happened, but it's still a bit absurd. And, uh, <laughs> like, in the, sh- in the episode was actually a little bit somber or sad with, like, the funeral. Because you can imagine, like, you're having a real fu- funeral. Right. And her- you can, I guess it's just culturally, this is what they do. And, you know, sort of like a Viking funeral. Oh, the Viking funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, that must be hard, especially for her. You know, like we said last week, she cannot have Dylan. And right. Dylan is there, and he's remembering her, and he's hates her. It's her. 
yeah. but she's living with it. And like, so like it, it's the same note, but they're really driving her home because now it's at the funeral and you're seeing the body. And so like, it, it's got to be, you know, like I like, you know, you're they're building a lot of her pain and Dylan's pain as like real characters. The other ones, it's a little bit there, but it's not as strong. And so I feel like they're building to make their eventual deaths more impactful in some kind of way. Yeah. And that's fair, but they got to get there. More things have to be happening to make me care more about how it's all turning out because yeah. it's not building. It's kind of like scattershot right now. It's not um, well, giving me the feelings and, and, and tone to kind of like to build to something. It's just kind of all over the place. Well, we're, presum- we're presumably halfway through. Yeah. We have uh, Margot, Dylan, Rai Rai, and actual Allison left. And we can assume that the showdown will be between Allison and the killer with all the other friends dead. Yeah. Uh, assuming it follows the formula, right, I know she did last yeah. summer. So the other friends will have to die. Um, and, I mean, we've, we've got enough time for each of them to die in one episode yeah. before we get to the finale. So I don't know what my point was, but <laughs> I, think, I think I wanted to just say that I anticipate that that's how it should be placed. I anticipate that, 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 that that's how we, that's how we should see yeah. it. Assume there's four more episodes. We're gonna lose a friend in the next each in the next three, and there'll be the showdown in the fourth. We'll probably get the reveal of the killer at the end of the seventh episode, not during the eighth right. episode, right? Yeah. Um, that'll be the cliffhang reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, could but there's also the thing that they could like just drag out weird interactions and then take them all out in, in, in the last in, episode, in and it's so yeah. unsatisfying. Exactly. If they do that, uh, I don't know. You know, don't know. so it's, it's just like bad writing, bad, bad pacing. There's only so many people they can take out. These other ones had some role. There's not that many other characters aside right. from. Well, you mean you get to take out the father because he's because mm-hmm. he's complicit, right? Um, which which will be... I do like the father as a character. Yeah, he, the dude's he seems pretty legit uh, and good. I like I like his character. I definitely like, I like his that character. I like the I like the cop that he's banging too. Yeah, I like, I like Lyle. Her I think her is her yeah is her character's name. So so. You know, maybe I don't think she has any reason to die, but maybe, who, but who knows? Right. Because uh, the show, they killed that cook for for unless the cook saw something, we won't know until the reveal comes. Right. But like, I don't know. Didn't yeah. seem to make it's much sense to me. Um, so you know, you you got me on the hook. I'm I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, on. we're gonna finish it. Definitely gonna finish it. <laughs> and yeah, so hopefully, you know, hopefully there is a good conclusion. If All not, right. You know. Day of the Dead, episode one. The yes. thing in the hole. Yep, that's what it was. It was the thing in the hole. The thing in the hole. Um, all right. Let's start by saying that this is, I'm going to use the word loosely, loosely based on Romero's <laughs> sure. yes. of the dead uh, universe. Yes. Um, because no one involved seems to be involved with any of the films. And somebody obviously just got the rights and they're kind of doing whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um so, if I remember correctly, it was uh, space dust that uh, caused the corpses to rise as zombies. Um, so, that's why people didn't just turn into zombies. It started from the graveyards. Right. Uh, and we do see that right in the first episode. Yes. Yeah, we don't see the space dust. Right, but, but we see the... We see the, the cemetery. The we, dead coming out yeah, of the... We've got graves. one of the main characters uh, mowing the cemetery as a side job. Right. Um, and we see the we see all the corpses uh-huh. come from there. Um, so what else do we have? Uh, I mean, they they're rationalizing um, 
the political intrigue. Like there's politics involved in in in, right. in geo. So uh, so another ethics. another main <laughs> uh, right another main character's parents. Yeah. Uh, the mother's running for mayor. Yes. She's already the mayor. This is her second term. Yep. The husband is having an Election affair time. with. with the her, aide, her, her campaign, campaign manager. Aide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're so, just like, just cheesy. This is hilarious type thing. Like not real people. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're caricatures. <laughs> yeah, stop. Definitely caricatures. Yeah. She's like got her gun on her belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Where's your gun?" Yeah. The word, we we represent open carry. It's yeah. not for ballot. <laughs> you need to show it. Yeah. 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 Um, then we've got uh, we've got creepy mortician guy and his new Laszlo. intern Laszlo, yeah, yeah, and his intern who is on parole, yep, um, and is a and is an attractive young lady as as Laszlo, uh, you know, um, will try to take advantage of. Him yeah, in the he's episode. he's he has a camera in the bathroom, <laughs> in the changing changing room. Room, and he's yeah. watching her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he, you know, blackmailing her with the parole officer yeah. uh, to go on a date with him right away. Just so, like first, all, all of the all, obvious things that you could do, overdone things, yeah. done really poorly. Yeah. yeah. If you're Justice League, then. Yeah. yeah. Just Justice League one character. Um, then we have, uh, we've got two kids that are, uh, like, bullies. They bully the other kid who's the who's the lawnmower kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, then we've got the, uh, the, uh, some sort of uh, non-white uh, female who just got a job on yeah, a construction the, the site. Yeah, getting who's getting, new into fracking. Yeah, fracking, getting bullied yes. by her by her, and then punched in the face. Oh yeah, punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, by, by, the, by her foreman who like threatens her job. Yeah, um, tries to cover up a body yeah, that they just to, discovered. Yeah, the, and and so she sneaks, and that's the thing in the hole is the body in the hole. Yeah, she sneaks a uh, a detective of some kind into yeah. the hole because she was told to go investigate because she called it in before yeah. she could talk to the foreman. Yeah, but she <laughs> she uh, throws the rope down yeah. to, cut, to hide it. Like good luck, bye. And then the and then the foreman knocks her out with one punch. So yeah. the guy's stuck down there. Yeah, yeah, he's stuck down. <laughs> he's stuck down there. Um, so what? So so we, that's a lot of the bad. Like that we've covered most of the characters, and that's a lot of the bad from the first show, the first episode. Um, the good from the first episode, I would say, I truly enjoyed the gore. Um, you want to talk about kills? I mean, some of them were were pretty cliche kills that you've seen time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as practical effects are concerned, on a television show, it seems like they've got some money for that. They definitely didn't spend their money on actors. No. Because you don't recognize a single person in the show, and none of them are good at acting. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why the when we talked about, uh, when we started talking about last summer, and the age discrepancy, 20-somethings playing teens, these are 30-somethings playing teens. Right. And so it's ridiculous. And they, it seems like maybe they couldn't find someone younger that would want this role because... They want to advance their career. Yeah, and yeah, these yeah. guys are like, yeah, I didn't make it. Yeah. This is just gonna pay a bill. Right, right, right. <laughs> they, you know, they're, they're 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 getting paid like ten grand an episode. Yeah, and they're they're giving you know, that kind of a performance. Yeah, not like <laughs> not like not even like a hundred grand. They're yeah. getting like ten grand an episode. Uh, so they're they're just they're there for the paycheck. Yes, and it's super obvious. Um, I always love it when a lawnmower and zombies come together. Um, the standout scene in the first episode is definitely the scene. Where the young kid cuts through the cemetery on the yeah. lawnmower and just mows a ton of them down, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, with some gratuitous uh, gratuitous blood. Um, I th- other than that, I don't think there was much to redeem this this first no. episode. Uh, it doesn't feel like Romero. Uh, there was comical moments, like <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't feel like Romero. Romero took yeah. it serious. Yeah, and they're not more, especially in night. Pretty much in in dawn. Yeah. Uh, and then day was kind of like a weird thing, but yeah, like yeah, day was day was so, weird. We all love night, and we yeah. all love dawn. Everybody yeah. loves night. And night. So, <laughs> uh, as far as comedy, like for me, the the mortician. Uh, being worried that the zombie grandfather, the peepaw, my peepaw, yeah. who she's embalming, uh, is going up the stairs and she poses like out. He falls, she, she climbs up. She climbs and, over. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And then the the the, and whole, then, the whole family's there. They're watching her. And they're watching her destroy yeah. the zombie version of their peepaw. I was watching. And then her. the what's he doing with my peepaw? Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy's not yeah, dead. She just <laughs> stomped his face in. Yeah. And they're just watching it. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, oh, there's zombies at the thing. And the, the zombies, it's, it's everyone, no one's, it's not a, a, a wrong word to say right. in a zombie movie. Yeah. They don't care. Knows, These people don't care. Like, it's a zombie. So you yeah. just say it. But that's like a, a cardinal sin. You don't say zombie in a lot of zombie movies. Right, right. Because you're supposed to treat these people like they don't know what zombies are. Right. But I mean, what universe yeah, exists <laughs> where kids haven't watched zombie movies, right. you know? I'll tell you, the first thing the first thing I'm going to say when I see a zombie is, holy fucking shit, it's a zombie. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking zombie. <laughs> it's a fucking zombie. Um, shoot it in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Sever the spinal goal. <laughs> All right. There was no more room in hell. So, uh, so episode four, uh, big thumbs down. Day of the Dead episode one, I would also give a big thumbs down. Um, we're we're not gonna talk about Chucky episode two because I'm a little behind. We'll talk about that next. Yeah, week. we're looking forward to talking about that. Um, so coming up, um, we'll be doing some Scream and some Wes Craven analysis as the new Scream movie uh, drops, um, as well as uh, more Chucky, where I know what you did last summer. Regrettably, more Day of the Dead. Yeah, if it gets. If it gets worse, we're gonna stop. If it gets better, <laughs> if it gets better we'll we'll let you know, and uh, you can you can ride along with us. Yeah. Oh, but great Halloween! Halloween was a lot of fun. Yeah, great. Uh, Halloween Kills. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you don't know about Halloween twenty eighteen, Halloween Kills, you go for it. Watch, yeah. Rewatch the rewatch seventy eight. Watch it twenty eighteen. Watch Kills. Do a marathon. Uh, you can stream it right now. Um, really really excited about uh halloween ends and uh i think you should be too awesome thanks for listening